Right now, joining me in studio is Super Intern KP. Since it is her last name or last day, we'll reveal her government. It's Kaylee Plausch. Hello, Kaylee. Hello. How are you? I'm good. A little sad. Today's your last day. Mm -hmm. The birds are leaving the nest. Yeah. Your colleague Camden Stacy's last day was last week. Yeah. Now it's my turn. Now it's your turn. But unlike Camden, you're actually leaving us with something. That's Camden true. just left. He's Camden like, was I'm like, out. I'm done. I'm out. You know what? Matter <laughs> of fact, I'm not even coming for this last week that's supposed to be my last week. I'm out. I got stuff to take care of. But you had a last project that you saw through to the end. Yeah. Before we get into what you did, I want to ask you some questions. No pressure, but how was your time here on The Amp? I loved working for The Morning Amp, and I'm not just saying that because I'm on air. Um, it's been really fun, and I think the thing that surprised me the most is how how much respect I felt from the staff and how like on equal footing I felt being here. I felt really comfortable to like pitch my own ideas or suggest things or even just talk to you guys about pretty casual things. And that kind of goes for the whole WBEZ office. It's a super friendly environment. And I, I just really appreciate that because I've definitely worked to other places where I felt way more intimidated um, just even being there. Sure. One of the things I always say to incoming interns, because Vocalo is such a small staff, immediately I'm like, immediately I'm like, forget what you think you know about internships. You won't be getting coffee. You won't be answering emails. If you get coffee, it's because we all get coffee for our guests, but you're certainly not going to be getting coffee for any of us on staff. That's just not how we roll. And because we are such a small team, we're going to rely on you as part of our production staff. So please learn quickly and hurry up so you can contribute to the on-air production which you and Camden did wonderfully. So thank you very much. You're going off into the wilderness as a uh, hard-nosed producer. Of course. <laughs> now then, one of the things that you wanted to make sure to see through before you headed on out was this interview with Toby Lou. Who's Toby Lou for those who are unfamiliar with this artist? So Toby Lou is a rapper and visual artist from Chicago. He is Nigerian and he actually set out to make his goals more heard and uh, come to fruition by moving out to LA, unfortunately. And I think that's interesting because people like Chance and Jamila Woods and Kwaku Collins have all proved to Chicago that you don't have to move to make it. So I found that really interesting that he moved and I just wanted to talk to him about that, talk to him about his visual artistry and his videos because it's really strong and well executed and since he moved out to LA to increase his chances of success, has he found that that's been the correct move? I think he's getting there. I think he definitely has found it's the better move for him, like mental health wise. I mean, it's really hard to have like perfect mental health when you're spending like eight months out of the year in winter. And I think that that was like his main concern. But I also think he's around more creative people out there and he's like writing for some labels and doing some things like that. So he's definitely like finding his path. All right. This is KP's conversation with Toby Lou. So I had a little bit of the issues. The blunt kept saying I could fix you. So I hit it like woo. When I'm in my truth, turn up on you when I'm in my truth. Before you went by your real name in the entertainment world, uh, you went as Wanda. So, why was that important yeah. for you to end your journey as Wanda and come to be Toby Lou? Well, one of the like 
funniest reasons for that is that everyone kept saying Wanda, and that I it was pronounced Wanda. Everyone would say Wanda, and I just get tired of that. Like people would meet me like, "Hey, Wanda." I'd be, so I'd be like, "Okay, it's not Wanda," but so that was like one of the reasons. And then the other reason was just that it felt like I had two separate lives, kind of. I had the people who knew me as like Wanda, and then I had people who called me Toby. So I I would know like how well the person knew me by just how how they were addressing me. And I just kind of wanted to break down the walls and just start like being myself and giving myself just completely. And so. I think when I came out here, it's like, you know, it's finally time to just stop trying to be someone else or just, you know, be myself. So you recently dropped the video for the song Troop, where you draw a lot of attention to your inner circle and the people that you relate with. And that includes Glassface and Goodnight Mish, who are two of your close collaborators. Why did you Mm -hmm. choose to use that word troop instead of maybe using popular vernacular like fam and squad? In my past, if you, oh, you know, the squad's here, you know, the gang's here got a lot of fam here you know i've definitely used those words in the past but i wanted to kind of make it like a parent as like how it feels when you when you have people that is not only your fan not only your friends but like literally you would like go to war with your friends and family who just like really just are riding for you in such a way where it's like you feel like you know you're pulling up in a tank you're with your troop you know so something like that so that's how i think that word came to me You've produced so many eye-catching music videos with Glassface that have become almost a trademark of your work. Why has creating that visual content of your career and your character been so important for you to develop who you are and your craft, essentially? It's interesting because I've always loved videos, like like Missy Elliott videos and Buster Rhyme videos <laughs> were always like really dope. And I always like was like, wow, those are amazing. They did a great job. Kanye West, the way he addressed videos and took videos, were how they were supposed to be. It was like you're taking the song, and you're like, you're you're basically finish you're basically finishing the song. Like the song, people have the song, they listen to the song, and the video is like literally dessert. It's literally the end of the meal, and it's like you want to finish off that meal right. And I just felt like I've always like looked at videos like that, but it wasn't until late last year where I kind of like realized like, wait, I'm a visual artist. So whether I can't like be waiting between a year just to get people like a video, like I shot Game Over like a couple years ago and that was really dope and I was excited how that came out. But like, I can't wait that long to give people another visual. So I had to figure out with Glassface, how can we get these other assistant videos out for songs in between these big videos like Game Over and Troop, like the long one. So I think once I realized, like, yo, I'm not just an artist, I'm not just a rapper, I'm not just a singer, I'm not just a producer, I'm literally, like, if anything, most importantly, a visual artist whose main goal is to say, like, be yourself and anything can happen. You know, your imagination is crazy. So that's why I think I'm coming how I am right now in, like, 2018. So I'ma say that thing for the mom. I graduated, never going back. So then please don't test me. You can't tell me my boys apart. We like Ed, Ed, and Eddie. This shit feel like all six. This shit don't make no sense. Donald Trump, you were all this. I just got lost in the mall.
A lot of your songs are super upbeat and playful, and they have these visuals that are of cartoon and anime, and they definitely conjure this nostalgic sense. So you seem to draw a lot from things that you liked as a kid. So why was including these childhood elements important to you? And was this something that you were thinking about as a kid, or did you have other plans for what you wanted to do with your future? Growing up, I didn't think like, like, I still watch cartoons today, and I didn't think, I didn't realize I would still be watching cartoons. I think, say, when I was growing up, my idea of music videos was like, okay, I want to do something really crazy like Kanye West, but, like, have a bunch of girls, like, shaking their butt, <laughs> you know, like, that, like, you know, like, yeah, I, you know, it's like, that's the kind of stuff that, like, on the other side of the equation of, like, the visuals for, like, rap, like, that's the other side of it, and I can't say I didn't like that when I, you know, when it came on MTV or, or BET, like, you know, but I felt like when, as I, you know, was growing up in these past couple of years, all the, these videos have been so uninspired from, you know, a sense of, like, all they can do is, like, take a girl and just show her in some way, but as I, like, sit here today and still watch cartoons, it was like, okay, I got to figure out a way to, like, bring how I feel into the real world. So for my upbeat songs and stuff like that, it, it kind of works really good. I do have as non-upbeat songs. I always think that's going to be interesting to, like, get into that world. And that's kind of how the end of the troop video kind of came about with the transition to numbers. It was like, you know, okay, this is not as, like, happy as a song, feeling a song, and it's like, okay. So I'm going to find a way to, like, contrast between the two, the happy and the extra sad, you know, stuff. So, but yeah, that's very interesting, that kind of question. I liked it. Moving on, you've definitely relocated to L.A. some time ago. Um, what went into that decision for you? Was that really hard to move halfway across the country? And were you already set yeah. up or kind of moved there, and it was like, oh, I have to, like, figure out how to put my roots into the ground here? Yeah, it was it was hard. I think people, I think some people um, have had this uh, idea that I wanted to move to L.A. I didn't want to move to L.A. I, I was staying at my mom's house, and basically I was trying to make as much music as I could, like, in the basement, because I kind of felt what was about to happen. And basically, um, her and my dad sat me down and was like, all right, you stop playing baseball, you know, you're working at, as an assistant accountant at this hospice and um basically you either go back to school or you get out because like they knew i wasn't trying to be in a you know that wasn't what i was going to be doing like being an assistant accountant so i had the choices either to go back to school and you know i could still stay there or you know figure out what i want to do you know get my own place and da 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 so i did definitely wasn't going back to school and um, basically, it was winter, so I wasn't, like, I was thinking of either going, like, somewhere downtown Chicago or New York, but I was like, wait, it was it was so cold. I'm like, no, if I'm going to do something, how about I just go to L.A. and, like, really, like, try to, like, do what those, like, everyone says, okay, I'm going to go to L.A. and follow my dreams, like, yada, yada. I didn't really have a setup. I was staying with a friend for a couple weeks, so it was a couple nights where I slept in a car. Um, I had my car out here. It wasn't terrible. It, it was it was definitely needed. I felt like I needed that shift in my life that, like, sometimes you need a, a big change to just kick you and, like, jumpstart you. It's, like, shock you into, like, okay, like, am I really doing this? So that's what that was a lot of a lot of it. And the weather was nice when I got out here. So <laughs> I, I ended up staying for a little bit longer. I stayed because I wasn't, like, 
successful enough to go back. The situation I had here and the people, the connections I made, like, I, I always want to, like, go back to Chicago and, like, that's where I want my home to be. But, you know, I kept thinking, like, okay, after this year, I'm going back, you know, and it'll be all great. But I, I just, I hadn't made it yet. I hadn't, like, succeeded in, in any type of form yet. So I continued to stay out here, go to writing sessions for these major labels, write all these pop songs. I was It was a, a very unhappy time, but I feel like it, it kind of set me up for where I am today as to like really just do what you want with your life because that's all you have. That's the only thing you can control. All this other outside stuff, you can't, you can't do anything about it, but you can literally control what you do day to day. Do you feel like there's anything that Chicago has that LA doesn't? Something that you really miss about like the music scene or even the city? Food. <laughs> We do have food, good food. First and foremost, yeah. The other thing is the people. You know when you're in L.A. and you'll know when you're in Chicago, like, you know, even if it's 80 degrees both places, just because, like, the people are different. And it's not a knock on L.A. people, but a lot of people come out to L.A. aren't from L.A. and they come out here for a reason. So it's a lot of, like, people just trying to use people to get to where they need to be. And, I, and I'm not, like, trying to knock that at all because, like, at the end of the day, like, you know, if I'm driving the Uber and Diddy's in my back seat, like, you know, I'm going to try to figure out a way to get up too. But this whole constant of people that you're trying to, like, you know, make it in an ent- entertainment industry kind of changes the feel of, like, a city. So it's, like, it's a different type of living. The weather is great, though. I always try to end with that because the weather is great. So at least it has that because I know how it is in Chicago being depressed for like half the year because you don't want to go outside and whatnot. So Um, where can the viewers find you at on social media and uh, the interwebs? So everything is at Toby Lou. So at T-O-B-I-L-O-U. All like it's kind of like one word. But um, yeah, on Instagram, Twitter, blackpeoplemeet.com, whitepeoplemeet.com, <laughs> Asian people meet. I'm, I'm everywhere. It's just at Toby Lou. It's been so great talking to you. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. My phone and my hand right now. 